0: Amen. I, uh, When I thought about all this, and and what I was going to say tonight would be very elementary what I'm going to talk to you about tonight, but our kids are out here, and I want our kids, our young people, I want everybody here to understand some things about the church and about God and what God is looking for in the hour in which we live. We are, I looked at my wife a couple of days ago, I said, can you believe it? We never, matter of fact, it was New Year's Eve and we ate a big, big, beautiful, wonderful meal at Whataburger. And uh, I said, Can you believe we made it? Or we're almost, I think it was four or five hours and and we'll be into a brand new year. Can you believe we were there? 2019 seems so far away, but here we are. And God has left his church in this earth for a purpose. We're not here by accident. We're here on purpose. These are these are strategic times for the kingdom of God. And so because it is strategic times, God has to have people to work and to move and to do and to give and to obey and to be pliable in the hands of God. And so what I speak to you about tonight, I'm talking to every kid in this building. I'm talking to every young person, every old person, every middle age. It doesn't matter what your age is. I'm talking to you tonight that God is looking for somebody and He wants you. You know the only time God ever wondered in the Scripture? God did wonder one time. You say, how could God wonder? He knows everything. But you know what the Bible said? The only time I ever found in Scripture that God wondered, the Bible said, and He wondered that there was no intercessor. He wondered that nobody was praying. He wondered what was going on. Nobody was praying. So what I've come to talk to you about this evening is very simple. And I'm going to just throw some things out. I'm going to work you over, Brother Tommy, so hang with me tonight. Have your fast fingers on, because you're, you're going to need them tonight. I'll, I'll, the world and the church... It's full of excuses. We it goes all the way back to Moses. You remember when God called Moses and Moses said, "Oh God, I can't do that. I I I've got a speech impediment. I'm slow of speech. I I can't. That's not for me. You you got the wrong guy here." And the Lord said, "No, Moses. It's you that I want. And to help you, I will give you an Aaron. I will give you a spokesman. I'll give somebody to talk for you." And Aaron was given to Moses for a spokesman. When he was called to lead the children of Israel out of bondage, if you if you look a little further, and I could go through many things in the Scripture, but let me show you another one: a man by the name of Gideon that was hiding for his life, and God calls him out and said, "Gideon, I, I, I want you to I want you to go and 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 you're going to conquer the Midianites." He said, "Oh, oh no, 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 no! You got the wrong guy. I can't do that. I, I I'm not the man you're looking for." And God called him this. He said, Gideon, thou art a mighty man of valor. You're a man of war. You can do what I'm asking you to do. Let me tell you about God. He never calls you to do something that He don't equip you with the right thing to do it with. Well, amen. He don't call you to leave you in trouble. He called us out to take us through. And to take us in. Amen. So here you you can't use your excuses. Somebody said, Well, it, it's impossible. No, 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 no. I want you to hear Luke eighteen, twenty seven, because this is what Jesus said. He said the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. So I want you to say this with me right now. It's not impossible. It may be impossible with you and with me, but it's not impossible with God. Are you with me? I'm going to throw a little excuse out here, a bunch of them. I want you to hear what we deal with. Well, somebody said, I'm too tired. Well, you get to rest in this battle just inside the Eastern Gate. I tell people all the time, I'm tired. Well, you can't get tired. Well, you can't either. Pick up your sword. And let's go to war. God didn't save you to take a nightcap and go to bed. He, sold, he saved you to pick up a sword and go to war. It's a spiritual battle. But here's what Jesus said. In Matthew chapter 11. You can say I'm too tired. But he said, come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And he said, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul, for my yoke is easy, this is what Jesus said, and my Burden is light. When you get tired, just go look in the book. He said, if you'll come to me, I will give you an, a, a rest for your soul. I'll make sure you've got strength to carry on. Somebody said, well, I don't know, preacher. Nobody really loves me. Oh, yes, he does. For God so loved the world. John 3, 16, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting in life. That's not an excuse that nobody loves me. I'm too tired. It's impossible for me to do that. Somebody said, Well, I just don't know. I, I I don't believe I can go on. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. In 1 Corinthians, or excuse me, 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. Paul, in his writing, he said, The Lord said unto me, my grace is is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. And most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in any infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. We need to quit making excuses and understand that He gives us strength. He gives us power. He gives us anointing. The job is not impossible. And God is going to use somebody in this church. Amen. God wants you. He doesn't want He didn't want others. You can you can throw it off on somebody else. You know what he said in Psalms ninety one and fifteen? He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. That's the God that you're serving tonight. You see, God has not come to the first Wednesday night of 2019 to hear all of our flimsy excuses of why we can't and what we need and why we can't make it. I'll tell you what he's come to do. He's come to let this preacher tell you he has his finger in your face and he's saying for a new year, I want you. I want you to pray. I want you to fast. I want you to give. I want you to invite. I want you to share. I want you to love. Hallelujah. Is there anybody here that is willing for God to take your life in His hands and say, here I am God, use me the way you want to use me. Amen. Well, I, you know, preacher, I just, I can't figure it out. Quit trying to figure it out. I read a scripture in the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 that are powerful. It just said, trust in the Lord. Somebody say it with me. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Quit leaning on your own understanding. That's what the Bible tells you to do. Lean not. Uh, To thine own understanding. And this is what he said. Listen to me. You say, well, I don't know. I I just don't know which way to go. I don't know how, I don't understand. Quit trying to figure it out. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. See, God's not going to call you just to leave you stranded. Oh, I can't do it. You can do it. You can do it not through your own power, but through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. You're saying, preacher, what is God wanting me to do? He's wanting you to be a vital, moving part of the of the church of the living God. He has to have people. He called people, he didn't call goats, he didn't call heifers, he didn't call bulls, he didn't call the fowl of the air, he called you. And He called me. And the reason you're here right now is God wants you. And God is looking to use you. And God wants to put you in the place where you can be a victorious Christian in 2019. And walk away from this year saying, I tell you I accomplished more for God than I ever have. But you have to be pliable and willing in the hands of God for Him to do that. Quit making excuses. I'm not, I don't have much sympathy in my family. They'll tell you that. Our motto's always been, you ain't got time to be sick. It's true. I'm just being Not Ask them. Is that what I've told you a hundred thousand times? Crystals, out the way you live. I'm sick, I ain't going to. Yeah, you are. There's other folks sick. They're going to church, you're going to. Unless it just got so bad we couldn't go. But there ain't no time to quit. Amen? I'm just not able. Yes, you are. God is able to make all grace abound toward you. That ye always have in all sufficiency in all things, may abound to do every good work. That's Second Corinthians nine and eight. I just spent a little time today looking up some things. It's well, a preacher is just not worth. It. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's worth it. We know that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord. Amen. To them who are the called according to His purpose, it's worth it. Uh, you, you know. Then we get. Then we get into this. Into this. This business of well, you know. I, I just can't forgive myself for what I've done. And i you got to forgive yourself because God already forgave you. I read it here the other day on Sunday morning, as a matter of fact. I use a scripture in 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9. It said, if we confess our sin, if we confess our sin, I want you to hear it. If you confess your sin, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us. From all unrighteousness. All you got to do. Is go to the Lord. And truly be sorry. And put it under the blood. And He won't ever bring it up again. Quit that business about. I'm not worthy. I can't forgive myself. The Bible said in Romans 8 and 1. There is therefore. Now. Now. No condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. You know what that's saying? You don't have to live a life of condemnation. Even though you've done wrong, you can put it under the blood and you can walk out a free man or a free woman because the blood of Jesus has cleansed you from the unrighteousness that you were in. Somebody needs to hear me right now. God wants you and He wants you to quit making excuses for all the things that you think are excuses to God he don't buy any of them because I've already given you enough word tonight to let you know that God can use you and God wants to use you and God will use you if you'll get ready and let him amen I'd rather have somebody that's willing than somebody that's got talent that's not willing and so had God God chose unique people through the Scriptures. Amen? He chose unique people. He chose people that you and I wouldn't have had on our agenda. Oh, yes, He did. But let let me just give you some stuff real quick, okay? I've had this in my Bible forever. I read it every once in a while. And so I pulled it out, and I'm going to read it to you tonight. We're going to be out of here on time. I told Toby today, I said, you've got to sing till 7.30 because I'll have a 30-minute sermon. My wife came through and she said, well, I can tell you one thing. You better not be five or ten after eight getting us out of here. So I'm out of here If I'm not through, I'm cutting her off, baby. Amen. I know where my bread's buttered at. See, see, here's the deal. There's many reasons why God wouldn't want to use me and wouldn't want to use you. Are you hearing me? What I'm really trying to do tonight is get all you kids, all you young people, all you adults to understand something. This is an army. And you have a part to do. This is not a one-man band. Uh, uh, Was it you that showed that video of that guy with a one-man band? Or maybe I just saw it somewhere. Go look up. Go look up on 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 the internet and just type in one man band. There's a guy that that is literally a one man band. I mean, he's got ever limbs, got stuff hanging all over his head, and and he's playing drums and horns and got you know, it's it's a conglomerated mess, is what it is. This is not a one man band. I can't do it all. You can't do it all. The kids can't do it all. The old folks can't do it all. It's an army. And God is looking for you. Oh, I know, we're not running aisles tonight, but this is good stuff. You say, well, I I don't know if God could use me. Really? Well, let me read this to you. Don't worry, you're in good company. Here's why. Moses stuttered. David's armor didn't fit. John Mark was rejected by the apostle Paul. Hosea's wife, you remember Hosea, one of the minor prophets? Hosea's wife was a prostitute. Amos only training was in the school of fig tree pruning. That's all he knew about. Jacob was a liar. I want you to hear me tonight. David had an affair. Solomon was too rich. Abraham was too old. He was ninety-nine when he had a kid. Say, God can't do that. Sure, sure God can do that. Abraham was too old. David was just a boy. He was too young. Timothy had ulcers. Peter was afraid of death. Lazarus was dead. Still with me? Don't give me no excuse. John was self-righteous. Jesus was poor. Naomi was a widow. Paul was a murderer. And so was Moses. Jonah ran from God. Miriam was a gossip. Gideon and, and and Thomas both doubted. I can preach on any one of these. Jeremiah was depressed and even suicidal. Elijah was burned out. Oh boy, have we heard that? I've said it. What about you? I'm just burned out. Well, you better burn up because we're fixing the fire up. John the Baptist was a loud mouth. Martha was a worry wart and Mary was lazy. Samson had long hair. Noah got drunk. And had a baby with one of his daughters. Did I mention that Moses had a short fuse? And Peter and Paul did too, just like a lot of folks do right here. But you see, God don't require a job interview. He don't hire and fire like most bosses. Because He's more our dad than our boss. He doesn't look at our financial gain or loss He's not prejudiced and He's not partial. Doesn't matter what color you are. Doesn't matter about your education. Doesn't matter. That's not anything that God looks at. He's not judging. He's not grudging. Not sassy or brassy. Not deaf to our cry, And He's not blind to our need. As much as we try. As much as we try. God's gifts are free. And we could do wonderful things for wonderful people and still not be wonderful. I've said it over and over and over in my preaching. You can't do more, anything more to make God love you anymore. And you can't do anything bad enough to make God love you any less. He just loves you. And He just wants you. And He has called you out to do a work. And 2019 ought to be the year for this church that everybody gets in. Involved and moves in the great army of God and does what God wants us to do in every facet of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Satan said, you're not worthy. Jesus said, I am. So Satan looks back and sees our mistakes and God looks back and sees the cross and the blood of Jesus that covers us. No, you're not worthy within yourself, but He makes us worthy. He doesn't calculate what you did last year. 2018's gone. Everybody say thank the Lord. It's not even, it's not even on the record with the things that you repented of. Let me tell you what God did with them. He took them and cast them into the sea of forgetfulness. And the Bible said He remembers them no more. He can't even remember what you did. You're sitting here beating yourself over the head for it. Listen. You're beating yourself. I'm looking at some of you tonight, and and you're saying, really? Are you serious? Yeah. You're beating yourself over the head for it, and God's already forgot it. You said, forgive me, Lord, and He took you at His word, at your word. And he forgave you and washed you in blood. And here you are six months later saying, I just can't get over that. I just can't. You gotta get over that. You gotta leave it at the altar. He doesn't calculate what you did back then. He's looking at your future. Let me tell you, your, your, your past is blemished my past is blemished our past is blemished but our future is spotless There ain't a thing in the world to keep us from doing the will of God in the morning and tomorrow evening and all this week and to be back here Sunday with our shouting shoes on uh, ready to hit it full forth there's not a thing in the world that would keep us from doing that, everybody's got to be a worshipper, everybody's got to be a prayer warrior, everybody's got to be a praiser, everybody's got to be a singer. Everybody's got to get involved. Quit giving your excuses. I've given you about 25 minutes already of things that that people are saying and hiding behind. Get out from under that. Let's go. Let's build a church. Let's see what God will do in this church and let the blessings of God flow upon every one of us. And somebody shout amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's not looking for excuses. He's looking for people. Uncle Sam wants you. And God wants you. Amen. I tell you what, you don't pay your taxes and see if Uncle Sam finds you. Amen. Amen. You don't show up when you're supposed to show up to his appointment and see if he finds you. Well, let me tell you about God. God is looking for people in this church right now that's ready to do the work of God the way He wants it done. Amen? And if you're pliable and you're willing and you really want it, then God's really really ready to do with you what you really are capable of doing. You say, I don't have talent, preacher. Let me tell you something. It's not all about talent. It's not all about ability. It's really not. I say, well, I'm not much use. I, I, I can't sing. You don't have to sing. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Amen. Well, I, you know, I'm just not worth much. I don't have much money. You don't have to have money to serve God. You just got to be willing to give God everything you have. Amen. You got to lay it on the altar. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very proud of some of our people stepped up to the plate over the last few months and, and you've stepped into areas that you never dreamed you'd be in and I thank God for that I thank God for your effort and the things that you're giving to God and you're trying to, to make things better I, I, I thank you for that people are stepping up to the plate in every every avenue in this church and I, I, I'm glad but here's what God's looking for 100% 100%. You cannot escape the eye of God. He knows if you're in it to win it or if you're just playing the game. Hey Amen? I can't answer for you, but I'm in it to win it. I'm here for the duration. Does anybody feel that way tonight? I'm not here to play games, I'm serious about what I'm doing. I'm serious about where we're going. I'm serious about how we're going to get there. It's very easy to just show up on Sunday morning, Wednesday night, go through the Pentecostal calisthenics. We got them. Rituals. Clap your hands. We know how to do that. Preacher said, raise your hands. Everybody raise your hands. I was thinking while we were singing, some of those songs had awesome words, some, some great things in them. But I was watching, and, and some of you, 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 you no know more knew what you were singing than that. you just singing. You're just moving your mouth. But we got to sing with heart. we got to do it with intent. we got to do it and, and know what we're saying and know what we're singing and know what we're doing and do it because it's the right thing to do. Amen? Everybody, everybody can't be in the limelight. Everybody won't be in the limelight. An old preacher that's been dead many years, I heard him say one time. His name was C. G. Weeks. He said, "I tell you about this limelight. There's way more lime than it is light. Like. So don't look for the limelight. Just look for where God is, and let's let's, let's let him find us. And next time you see that bony." spiritual finger in your face, just know that God wants you. Stand with me all over this house tonight. Amen. I got all excited a while ago. hit my glasses with my Bible. I don't know where the lens went. Amen. I may be a pirate Sunday. Hallelujah. God's good, isn't He? Say this with me, Lord. Use me. I want to be available. Come on, I want you to say it. I want to be available. I, w- I want you to. I want you to begin tonight to put every excuse out of the way. I know. I know. I haven't said anything makes you run aisles or jump or talk in tongues, and that's okay. What I'm trying to do is get. To us at the very beginning of this year, the very first service, this is our first service. Brother Justin, every one of our kids have to be involved in the kingdom. We're going to be calling them. You've got to volunteer. You've got to step up to the plate. Every one of our young people, every one of our, our children, every one of everybody has got to be involved in the kingdom. Because this is not my army, this is his army. This is not my church. It's His church. Amen? We don't own this. We just, we just listen to the quarterback. He, call, he calls the place. He's the sole proprietor of the church. Not me. Not you. Don't ever tell anybody, I go to Brother Chance's church. You don't go to my church. I don't have one. You might go to Christian life. It belongs to God doesn't belong to me. It belongs to God. But here's what I want to do. I want to make His church the best church that I can possibly make. I want to do the best I can to have the best I can because I believe God is pleased when we do that. Don't you believe that? Come on, get on board with us now. God wants you. God wants you. I want you to take this finger right here. Everybody hold your finger up just like this. You know, we're, we're good at, at this right here. We're good. Don't, don't, just hold it up right now. Don't do what I do. But we're good at this. We're good at pointing at everybody else for everything. You know, you, you did this, you did this, you did that. I want you to take that finger and I want you to put it right here. And I want you to say, God wants me. He wants me. He wants me to be involved. He wants my very best in 2019. Don't Don't ever believe the lies of the devil. Because he'll tell you God don't want you and God can't use you. God does want you and God is going to use you. In Jesus' name. Father, give us great revival in 2019. Bless our kids' ministry. Let there be an explosion in our youth. Let there be a powerful move of God in this church. Let us reach people we've never reached. Let us do things we've never done. Let us attain the goals, O oh Lord. You. Let us get our eyes off of one another and our eyes on you. Lord Jesus, I do believe that you're calling us. And because you're calling us, we have to be willing to answer. So here we are, in your hands, and we ask you to use this church for your mighty kingdom, for your glory for Your anointing. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.